we explore practical ways to put our inner calls at the service of the common good. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Hi. Ciao. Hola. Salut. Ni hao. Hola. Apakaba. Sin ciao. Sawaji. Marhaban. Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Evelyn Sanchez and Enrique Sanjais. It's not a novelty to say that in the economy of Francesco process so far, we have met amazing people. Yes, Eve. And with many of them, we had the privilege of developing a closer relationship. And today, we can call them friends. Absolutely, Kike. Or should I say, body Kike. <laughs> and in this episode, we have the joy of bringing one of these great friends of ours. With a master's degree in corporate governance from Escuela de Dirección de la Universidad de Piura in Peru, today's guest is a young changemaker who makes a difference in her daily life, whether in a personal or professional context. Our dear friend Marcia King works at Terco Peru, a company selling cars, accessories, and machines. As Deputy Sustainability Manager, a role created by her request and hard work in this field. But in that respect, we will let her tell you soon. She's also Communications Director at the National Association of Catholic Business Executives and a Peruvian member of the International Christian Union of Business Executives, as known as UNIAPAC. The latter is a community of businessmen and women who seek to exercise coherent leadership, promote the integral development of people, and contribute from business to the common good of society. Marcia is also involved in Conectate, an association whose objective is precisely to help young people find their way. They give young people the opportunity to experiment in various areas through art, music workshops, and volunteer work in the poorest neighborhoods in the region. Interesting to say that Marcia herself says that she found her vocation through the concrete experience of working with children. Working towards the development of other people. That is inspiring. Indeed, it is. Let's get to know a little more and get inspired by her story. Be very welcome, Marcia. Hello, my dear friends. I'm very happy to be here. I just want to say that Marcia is one of the young people who has been participating in the economy of Francesco. And um, she's now working, as we said before, uh, at DECO. But uh, we want to know a little bit more about her and uh, from, from the source uh, directly. So please, Marcia, can you share with us what you do uh, what are you doing this, I don't know, five, last five years? Of course, Eve. Uh, I've dedicated all my life or all my working life in human resources. I work in development and training all the, the people in, in my work, uh, in my different works. But now I'm in charge of sustainability in my awesome. company. So that's my new job and my new dream. 
Wow, really nice. And I, and I don't know, we will hear from you, but at least for me, it has a lot to do with human resource. I mean, we are humans, we are here, we need to be sustainable for our planets, for our enterprises, and that's it for our communities, right? Um, so we want to hear a little bit. Um, you do a lot of things, right? Uh, you don't, you do not only work in a specific corporation, but you also, um, you are also part of, of uh, organizations. Um, so please, I won't give any spoiler. I want to hear from you. Uh, what else do you do besides working with sustainability in your company? Okay, I already, as Eva said, am in Francesco Economy team so i really love that that experience and we are working and building a new economy and also uh, here in my country in peru i work in a in a parish with with kids and young people doing some some things to develop their talents and to discover also their talents wonderful wonderful now you are touching the right point where we will start this huge path, this long journey and this uh, episode specifically. So please, as we start, um, could you give us an example of your highest moment, one of your best memories in your work life, please? Okay, that I think that the last one, when my company decided to create this sustainability area, because it's really a dream for me, not only to be in charge of getting a better life to people also, uh, but also in our world, a better world and a better country. Audience, you need to know that Marcia uh, works at uh, this company named Derco, Derco Peru, uh, dedicated to selling cars, accessories, and machinery. And she successfully uh, create or helped to create this uh, area dedicated to sustainability. And I really want to know, how do you manage to do that, Marcia? Okay, of course. We also, uh, in this enterprise, we sell in the, the cars and the, the machines, but also... Uh, make all the operation of after sales. I think that that's important to, to mention because uh, after sales, it's also connected to the sustainability world. Mm -hmm. And we start this year uh, creating this area, this area but uh, the conversations began uh, the last year with the pandemic. And I think that everything aligned the needs of the company, the needs of the world, or also everything aligned, the, the needs of the company, the needs of the world, and also the trends of sustainability, and my personal dreams. I wanted always to be in a company that puts uh, their not only operations, but also the, the talents of the people in the serve of, of the common good. So everything I like, we, we have a conversation with my boss. My boss uh, had a conversation with their boss. So uh, we made a, a plan to really get this and initiate and begin this in, in, in this place. Really, really nice. Really interesting. <laughs> and we know that uh, your company, the company with where you work, right? Um, 
It helped providing the Ministry of Health of Peru with units for the transportation of health personnel, right? And the vaccination during the pandemic. Can you explain a little bit about that, please? Yes, that was our first sustainability initiative that, that became real this year. Of course, you know that we are passing this, this pandemic and here in, in Peru, it has been very, very hard. So we we decided to to bring these units to to our personnel to to transport to the to get the, the vaccination the, the the vaccinations to to attend different uh, locations uh, that was really really important for us to put it at the serve of what the country needs of course and we also are seeing here that uh, you were um, part of the National Association of Catholic Business Executives. And what what are some activities that you did there? I'm already in in that association, but okay, I was sorry. on vacation because <laughs> of my studies. <laughs> but now I'm I'm beginning to to reconnect with that. Uh, the importance of this association is not only to to share Catholic uh, aspects of of life, but first of all, it's important to to make a leadership that takes care about people. That that's what we we do, and we reply this by meetings, now virtual meetings, but also by conference, even inviting some leaders of other countries. And I think this is important for, for us to make them the connection and to learn about the experience of other leaders. Interesting. Yeah, really nice. Uh, a, can you explain our listeners um, what exactly is um, the, it's UNDEC, right? You say it's UNDEC. Uh, what it is and, and how it connects to a bigger uh, movement that we know you can explain it <laughs> better than us, <laughs> please. Yes, UNDEC is the Peruvian Association of Catholic Enterprises. And this association uh, began, I think, two years ago. And in this association, we share this, this different leadership, but it's not only for Catholic people. It's open to everyone that wants to do something better with their leadership and searching the common good in their company. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, it, and it's part of a, of a bigger movement, right? It's the UNIAPAC. Uh, I mean, what exactly is UNIAPAC? Because this is the first time we touch about, uh, we, we, we say something about UNIAPAC here in our shows. Can you explain to us, please? UNIAPAC is the world movement of Catholic entrepreneurs. So uh, in UNIAPAC, every country can make part of, if you have uh, an association, a local association, a, a Catholic one, you can uh, be part of, of UNIAPAC. We are in a lot of countries around the world, really. So thank you, Marcia, for explaining to us. Um, dear listeners, if you want to know more about UNIAPAC, you can just search the web because much probably they will have a, a, an office there or, or this association um, operates in your country. And please just Google it because it's really interesting the work they do. Um, 
But now we're going to move more about your career, your life. Uh, we asked you before um, the highest points in your career, but we know life is not always, you know, top of mountains. We want to know your valleys too. Which are some of the lowest moments in your job, in your work? What struggles did you face? Can you give us an, some examples, please? Yeah, happily, I don't remember one struggle moment in this job, but I was one. Uh, I was thinking about previous experience, and um, I think that one of the significant ones. Uh, was when I saw a little coherence in, in the leaders. So I think that, that many of you listeners have been in that place when your leader is not current with what they say or what the company is looking for. So I think that that was one of the difficult moments in my work. But the important thing is that I never lose my my vision, my vision, and you always can be firm with your values and simply say it. Well, that requires uh, a great amount of, of courage because sometimes that will be um, a challenge because uh, maybe your leader uh, won't take it very well. <laughs> But yes, uh, um, I'm related to that, actually. Uh, sometimes they say something and they do uh, an entirely different thing. Yeah, of course. Uh, thank you for sharing this. Uh, but as always, <laughs> we want to know how your personal journey was finding your, your inner call, your vocation. Um, how do you know knew that you wanted to be uh, working in this area related to sustainability, even in, in a company that some people may say that is not um, related directly with that that um, way of thinking, you know? Yes, I, I must say that I think one of the important moments to discover this inner call and put it in practice was participating in Economy of Francesco because Economy of Francesco gave me a lot of resources to understand really how the sustainability make an impact in the company and also an economy impact. That it's a, an important factor to, to make the decisions to, to improve the, this area or to, to just begin this area. Excellent. So we, uh, this movement forces you to uh, deep down everything that you you already know, <laughs> well, uh, the, everything that you already knew, uh, but to ask you to or push you to apply it in your real life. Yes, yeah, sometimes that happens. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes, and I also wanted to say and recommend to our listeners that it's important to talk with your leaders. I remember uh, when I was participating in Francesca Economy, I told my leader what I was doing. So she also understand what, what was my dream. And, and that's when I think everything started to align. Good. Okay. Yeah, it, it's something that uh, it's really important. We usually talk a lot here about um, relationship, about um, 
building a, a network, right? And um, building a network involves also trust. And this you're saying right now, it's totally trust-based, right? So yeah, sometimes your, your leader can help you dear listener, to find this vocation, this vocation, sorry, to find this inner call or to put it into practice, to bring it to the surface and not only in the deep down of your soul where sometimes we, we struggle a lot to take it from there, but it's difficult. But sometimes a different mind can just help you emerge it, you know? Uh, so thank you, Marcia, for this uh, awesome example. Yes, and if they don't, maybe it's time to reconsider, continue to work in that place because obviously they are not putting people's dignity in, in the center of the, their business. So it's time to, to make some decisions and start uh, thinking about uh, switching your area or your place. In, in that case, but yes, that it's an amazing advice. Talk to your leaders. It's not always easy, right, Marcia, to, to find this inner call and even harder to put it in, into practice. <laughs> so um, moving forward, you told us that you used to work with um, human resources, right? And went to sustainability. So we know that uh, relationships and care for others is an important part of the of this big contribution to the common good. And we know that profit is also this contribution to the common good. So we are now moving to the profit part, okay? We first want to ask you, why do you really think that what you are doing now is important for community, for society as a whole? Okay, uh, it's very important because sustainability integrate the the people vision the campaign vision or the the entrepreneurs vision uh, and also um my personal vision in your case how do you manage to make it sustainable and to make not only um social profit because you're doing uh, this amazing job of putting um, the care for environment at, at the center of your of your company, uh, but also how do you make it sustainable and financially speaking? You know. Okay. First of all, personally, um, I make it sustainable because this is work, and in every work you have to work hard. <laughs> you can do it, uh, I don't know, quickly or or lose the, the objective. It's important to know that you are working and you have to do the, your, your best. But also for the company, um, the sustainability area is not an, an isolated area. It must be connected with the company strategy because the company needs to make money to survive so sustainability is very very connected you can do the the both things like different things of course but how do you think your work your work is changing people's life is it changing people's life 
I hope so. <laughs> I think that is it's changing people's lives um, in the first part, but uh, making them ask how their work it's impacting to not only the country, the the place where we are today, how, how we impact in our neighbors, in in our clients, and in I don't know in in everything. And that that's the first the first part. Uh, I think it's changing the, their mind. Maybe it will be easier for someone, but for others it will take some time and that's no, no problem we we are here to to wait and and to to keep inviting them to to see that the sustainability work as um, something that that we can do yeah for sure uh, we know that sustainability is about impacting the entire business value chain right it's not only about uh, um, uh, an area specific area inside of the company of course this is important of course, this is kind of the, I mean, the core, you know, the heart, but uh, we need the veins, right? We need uh, everybody to, to, to internalize this into their realities. So impacting all the stakeholders, right? And so with that in mind, I wanted to ask you if you, do you think this, we know this initiative, the sustainability initiative is, uh, is a, as you said, is a trend nowadays thank god right <laughs> uh so uh but there are small companies right or um, i don't know uh family managed companies uh, do you think this can be this uh sustainability initiative can be applied in these different contexts and how yes yes because all the companies uh, if they are small, that doesn't matter because all the companies have stakeholders and you make an impact with the, the stakeholders. And it's very important to know what is the impact that you're making, mm -hmm. not only with the environment, with your clients, with your employees that are the first stakeholders of your company. So it, 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 it can be applied. Yeah. Thank you, Marcia. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And um, I'm, I'm curious about something else. You put here that you were in a, in a movement, movement called Connectate. Uh, what is it about? It says here that you help uh, kids to discover their vocation. So that's quite interesting because we're trying to do this here also <laughs> but <laughs> with with uh, adults but uh, or young people but uh, how do you manage to do this with kids just uh, just for you listeners before sorry marcia it's because connectate is in spanish it means connect yourself right so just for just to give a, a basis please marcia don't worry it's okay uh, yes connectate started with um with that question that how can we help not only kids, but also young people to discover their talents. So uh, maybe a lot, a lot of you listeners, or do you know someone that just work, simply work and don't know how to put their talents in service. 
And so we discovered this, and I don't know, the, this need of the world and started to, to talk to, to them to know uh, maybe what they can do. And, and we start doing big events, but, but not for the, for the event. Uh, instead for, for the, the preparation of the, the event, was a way to to discover their talents. I don't know if I'm uh, a scholar, a kid, and maybe I have talents to do some communication. You were working in the communication part of the event. So you, when you put it in practice, you can make it real. No sé si lo hicimos bien. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of um, uh, the event. It's, let, let me let me see if I understood. The event itself um, has as its, uh, I mean, customers, not customers, but you understand, like uh, clients, um, the people itself. But the people itself, the people themselves, they help building the event, right? So they are both uh, at the same time con uh, builders, constructors, and clients in in the in the end. Is that what you mean? I mean they yes they, the and process helped them, you know. Yes, and we had also people that work here, work work, uh, but also people that were only customers because it was a big a big event. So that one the, mm -hmm. the ones that were at the surf of the event. Mm -hmm. start to discover their talents oh nice really interesting yeah really nice can you can you give a uh, share with us an experience that you that you've been through and connected to please yes i remember the the last connected the, that we do previously the pandemic and it was really really beautiful because we always invited uh, a big uh, a big person, you know, to to share the their talents, their experience with the people, and I don't know why uh, that year we we had a dream to to invite some international participant, and we wanted to have an influencer, but not a world influencer um, instead of uh, a influencer that had had their life at the surf of the common good so we found some prior of venezuela then oh nice <laughs> <laughs> that that had a lot of followers not only on instagram but on, I, i don't know everywhere and you know that it's a little difficult to to bring here to peru Yeah, uh, a friar of other country and and the difficult that that they had to um, to go out so i don't know we we had the, this dream it, it was really really difficult for us to to make it real to to accomplish that so we put all our talents all our community <laughs> our mm -hmm. communication talents our relationship talents i don't know <laughs> and also a lot of the of the young people that were working with us put their working talents to to make money to bring the this friar here in, in peru 
I think that that was a very, very beautiful experience, not only for the challenge, uh, because we learn a lot of, of other reality in the world. So I think that that was the, the better the better gift for us. And you managed to bring that that fryer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> Great. Really, really nice story. Yeah, a collective work, right? People putting their talents into practice and, and for a bigger purpose. This is really nice. Thank you. Um, so we are reaching the end of our episode. Oh, my God. And we already miss you. But we want to let people know how they can um, contact you and know better about your work and the, the, all the projects that you, you are part of. Yes. Uh, you can contact me by LinkedIn, like searching Marcia King. And also you can search the Economy of Francesco page on Instagram from Peru, Economia Francisco Peru. And also Uniapac and Undeck. First of all, LinkedIn if you want. Thank you, Marcia. Uh, dear listeners, as always, we put all these explanations in our comment sessions, okay? So now we are moving to that part, which I will have Evie present. Yes, we reached the part of the rapid questions. And it's quite easy, Marcia, don't be scared. But uh, it, you're supposed to answer as fast as, as you can. And just because we want to know you and we, we want uh, people to know you also. Uh, dear listeners, actually, Marcia is an amazing friend um, that we made uh, through the economy of Francesco. Um, she is always with a huge smile on her face and uh, pushing us to, to be better every day. So we want you to know her also. <laughs> so are you ready, Marcia? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So first question, where is your favorite place in your country? I think Cusco. I live in Lima, but my favorite place is Cusco. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic, simply it's magic. Yes, it is. <laughs> I can tell. I've been there too. This is, it's awesome. It's magic. For sure. Sorry. Uh, so, Marcia, next question. What is your favorite music genre? That's a difficult one, but I must say Latin pop. Whoa. Really, really <laughs> local. <laughs> yes. Our Latin America. <laughs> so, you like Camilo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are Camilo. Almost fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, cookies or ice cream? Ice cream. An Italian one, please. <laughs> Great. Um, uh, this question now is similar to the first, but it's broader, okay? Why? Sorry. Uh, again, I'll do it again. Okay, next question. Similar to the first one, but broader, okay? Where is your favorite place in the entire world? Oh, you know that place. <laughs> It's Assisi. Wonderful. I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> Why Assisi? I because love Assisi it, too. <laughs> because it's San Francesco's land. Because everything begins there. 
thank you so much, Marcia. But before, before we go, uh, we always ask our guests for a call for action, something that can help us to achieve our inner call, our vocation, and put it at the service of the common good, creating financial profit and social profit. So what do you have for us today? Perfect. I must say, you listeners, don't be afraid to dream and work for your dreams, no matter how hard or distant they may seem. You must just work for them. Thank you very much, Marcia, for being here with us and for sharing your your experience and uh, for showing us that even young people can make a difference in the corporate world. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the future content, make sure to subscribe. You can also share with us a photo of yourself listening to this episode and tag us on social media. We are at Profit Podcast. We have a challenge for you. Go to our social media and you will find our quest post for this episode. It is an actionable challenge related to what you have just heard. We are sure will help you in this journey for a purposeful life. We want to hear from you too. Share your superpower stories with us. That will help other adventurers to stay inspired as well. If you want to support us, give us a review on any platform you're listening to this podcast. It will help others to discover us. This interview is produced by a group of young people inspired by the values of the economy of Francesco. Our team members are Alessandra Fasol, Enrico Sunjes, Ingrid Ocampo, Vincent Chi, Martin Kapka, and me, Evelyn Sanchez. Thank you for listening. And remember to bring out your superpower from your inner universe to the whole world. See, See you, you next time. time.